Hello, my yummies. Welcome back. This is Briera, your embodiment coach, here to help you reveal the existence you belong to from not leaving yourself, okay? I want to set the scene for you because I typically do every time. We are not in our mobile office. We are not in the park. Right now, we are in the cabana, aka my bed. <laughs> I don't know why my dad nicknamed... He actually nicknames my entire apartment, the cabana. He's got nicknames and names for everything. So I really like the way the word sounds. So we kept it. We are in the cabana. We have on our nighttime lights. It's very softly lit and we're, fe we're feeling cozy, you know, we're feeling cozy and we have a topic. Okay. But before we get into the topic, I'm going to mix things up again, and I am going to tell you about the offers we have available for you to reveal the existence you belong to, okay? So the first container that we have is finesse. Finesse is all about you getting back into integrity with your integrity, because when you start to realize that the existence you belong to is honoring and answering and pleasurable... You're not here to earn it, qualify for it, or deserve it. You're here to just agree. And so what this self-study course does is it walks you first back into the truth of who you are. I help you identify how to identify the truths of who you are because you can have more than one, of course. And then from there, I teach you, walk you through how to hold it how to navigate the resistance that may come up in your life and stay with the truth of who you are, right? And so the second audio training that comes with that is how to activate sooner in your world because sooner is always available. And the main reason why I love finesse is because it's a practice that you'll always use. It's a practice and a tool that you can always come back to in moments where you feel like you're leaving yourself either in hope or leaving yourself in doubt, right? Those are both places of leaving yourself where you aren't allowing yourself to be in the reveal, be in your sooner, and be in your self-acceptance and your integrity, and those are the places you want to be because when you're in those places, you show yourself how answering and honoring your truth truly is. And that is the yumminess of life where you realize that you don't need the world to look a certain way in order for your desires to land. You don't need to feel a certain way in order to show up in who you desire to be you just don't and that in itself is such a relieving gift that our truth provides to us especially if you are a creator especially if you are um just discovering yourself the fact that you don't need to wait to be in a certain feeling in order to reap and reveal who you truly are. It's all about being with the truth of who you are 
and allowing that to occupy how you move and respond and react and all the things. So finesse is so revealing. And she will be in the show notes if you're interested in more details. And next we have Seamless. Seamless is our one-on-one coaching program, six weeks long, where I help you reveal the existence you belong to. So this is all things reveal. This is all things me helping you step-by-step. I'm in your world helping you identify the truths that you belong to and also helping you stay with the truths that you belong to as you navigate your world in moments where you feel like you're wobbling in moments where you feel like you want to waver in moments where you're feeling like you're worrying or doubting right knowing who to come back to is how life knows who to respond to right and so Seamless is just, it's an experience and it's a continuously unfolding experience where you're realizing that it's your who who attracts, it's your who who reveals and you don't have to worry so much about or worry at all about the how or the how, the where, the what because it's all intertwined in who you be. And so that's who I help you acknowledge. That's who I help you come back in touch with and realize how much you're obsessed with being this person regardless, right? So if you're interested in what I want coaching, I'm telling you, you're going to be so, so accepting of yourself and so knowing of who you're here to be that when desires come in and land, it's going to feel like, well, of course, (laughs) and that's where we want you that's where you're out of the way and you're allowing of desires to come in in continuity right and that is that's living man (laughs) that is truly living where you're in your part and life is just raining upon you right the floodgates are open so Those are the two containers. If you want more information on -on one-on-one coaching, you can feel free to DM me on Instagram. I will also have information in the show notes. Um, And yeah, those are the two, two containers, okay? Finesse and Seamless. So feel free again to DM me, contact me, whatever you wanna do to ask me questions or to jump into one-on-one coaching. So. We are going to jump into our topic. So we are talking about a quote that I saw on Instagram. (laughs) I like bringing context to this way of existing, of revealing the existence you belong to, because it just adds choice, right? It adds actual tangible perspective so you can feel into what you prefer right or what's just true for you so this is the quote that I saw that I want to discuss the quote was about well let me pull it up sorry if my paper's like crunching on you oh can we celebrate something really quick I finished my journal we're on to our second 
full well we're on to our second journal this journal that i just finished i haven't finished a complete journal in a very long time every time i find a cute one i always jump to it and it's never it's never the one that i was on that gets full because i'm always jumping to cute journals that i find in the store so I already celebrated, but I wanted to celebrate here with you guys. Also, that we finished the journal, and it feels so good. So we're on to our second one. We're actually on the very first page. I outlined what I wanted to talk about in this podcast on the very first page. So feels very exciting. I call them these journals that I get into. I started calling them my book of translations because that's what it feels like. Maybe I'll talk about like a day in a life of me, like things that was going on or if something's on my mind, but usually it's like translations, like things just pouring through me and I have to get it on paper. Yeah, there's boys in there too. <laughs> okay, but anyway back to what we're talking about so abraham hicks so if you are unfamiliar with who abraham hicks is abraham hicks is a collective entity named by esther hicks who channels abraham and the messages and knowings that Abraham delivers to her okay so Abraham is is this unseen entity that she channels and shares with people and honestly has you know changed a lot of lives in the way that Abraham talks like speaks and channels and answers questions She's all over YouTube, Esther Hicks's, and her translations of Abraham. So I'm sure you guys have heard of her. It took me a while to understand who Abraham was. I thought it was her husband, but Jerry Hicks is her husband, and he has passed on. But she still chan she channels him as well, which is a beautiful thing. So, but there is a quote that she channeled from Abraham that I wanted to discuss. So this is the quote. You've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet in order to let it happen. I'm going to say it again. You've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet in order to let it happen. So I can remember when I first got into manifestation, I bought a few of Abraham Hicks books translated by Esther Hicks. And a lot of the teachings made me feel like I always had to be in a feeling, right? I always had to be in a certain feeling. Usually it was a feeling of gratitude in order for me to be answered right in order for me to be honored by what i was wanting to call into my world which also left me extremely saddened or 
frustrated when I wasn't in the feelings because, I don't know, maybe I got a phone call that frustrated me or maybe something was going on at home or like with family or maybe I watched something and it made me feel annoyed, right? And so in those moments, I would feel frustrated because I was like, okay, damn, I left the feeling. So does that mean my delivery of what I wanted is on pause? You know what I mean? So it was very hard to navigate the duality that seemed to be very hard to honor, to be honest, when it came to being grateful and um, appreciative of the life I have and having to concoct this reality or like manipulate myself into feeling grateful when I really wasn't in a grateful mood. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I was all the feelings, right? As we all are, it's about, it felt like it was about um, convincing my human back into a place of gratitude when it really did not want to even be near it, right? And so uh, I say all that to say, sometimes acknowledging Abraham Hicks and the ways of being you had to be in order to manifest, it felt very limiting. It felt extremely dishonoring of your human. And the fact that you had to always make sure or concoct or convince yourself into a happy feeling, it starts to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and then you start to feel like, well, I wasn't in the feeling today or I wasn't in the feeling this whole week. So that means my manifestation was on hold, which means how can I, or this is the thought I had, what is it about my life that needs to change in order for me to be in this feeling more often? And I didn't like that question because I felt like my life was pretty, it was pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty decent. And the fact that I was questioning how my life needed to change so that I could feel more positive I felt as though I was needing the world to be a certain way in order for me to show up in this positive way. And that is backwards. You don't need the world to show up in a certain way in order for you to be in a certain feeling. That's a choice that you have within yourself. And so in order for me to acknowledge, okay, it's my responsibility to uh, to honor my feelings, regardless if those feelings were positive or appreciative, I realized that in order for me to be on good terms with me, I had to honor how I needed to feel in the moment which may not have been appreciative or grateful. Maybe I needed to feel just seen by me. Maybe my feelings just needed me to feel 
like I was acknowledging them, like I saw them, instead of trying to convince myself to be elsewhere for manifestation purposes, right? And so uh, I know that was a tangent, but I say all that to say what I've realized from acknowledging Abraham Hicks is that they pedestalize your need to be in a certain feeling in order for life to honor and deliver desires to you. And that feels outdated to me, right? It feels very outdated because if you're here, because you are, if you're here to be a being who, hmm, how should I want to say this? If you're here to be a being who keeps up with the existence they belong to, then you don't belong to a feeling, you belong to you, right? If you are here to keep up with the existence you belong to, you don't belong to a feeling. You belong to you. And so that completely like crumbles the idea that you need to be in a feeling in order for desires to come in. And I can remember moments as well from courses and trainings that I've bought around manifestation where you were asked to pick one to three feelings that you would feel in the having of the desire. And even that, I can remember myself beating up on myself so much because I wasn't in those feelings all the time. And then I was like, okay, which feeling should I choose to be in now? Which feeling feels more... Um, feels more active now so the thing can come in sooner and then I was fixated on okay which feeling should I choose which feeling feels more powerful which feeling will pull in more probably the most zipped up like heightened one so how can I get in excitement how can I create a life that feels exciting what should I do what should I wear what should I eat what's the the visualization I should carry for me to stay in the zipped up high, you know, exciting mode. So just so my manifestations can come through, right? And what I want to say to that is that is an agonizing existence to be in. It is an agonizing existence to be in because it's relaying to life that only certain feelings are reapable and others are not in your world. In your discomfort in honoring that is a sign that it's not true for you. The fact that you feel uncomfortable in prioritizing and sometimes pedestalizing this feeling of excitement 
just for you to receive something in your world, it's insulting. And another thing that that's happening here is you're completely dismissing and demeaning who you actually belong to and where your attention should actually be. And you're dismissing what you actually want to feel. And that's the biggest deal. You're dismissing what you actually want to feel. Because the thing about desires, and I will say this until I'm blue in the face, desires are innate to your who. When you desire a partner, the car, the house, the business, the book that you wrote, the experience, the outfit, right? When you desire all those things, at the same time, the truth of who you are is, is maneuvering who you must be in order to receive it. So as soon as you desire, there's a tweak in your truth. As soon as you desire, there's a tweak in who you get to be, right? Because who you get to be is who you're obsessed with being. How you get to move is how you're obsessed with moving, right? How you get to respond is how you're obsessed with responding. How you get to create is how you're obsessed with creating. And the only moments where this feels false is when you have who you've been distorting or deviating you from that truth with fear, with worry, with doubt, with insecurity, inadequacy, things like that. But in, the, but in the truth of it all, who you are permission to be is who you're obsessed with being. So much so, who you get to be is occupying. There is nothing else. Nothing else exists when you're occupied by who you get to be. Because again, it's who you're obsessed with being. And this isn't about you being you know, Mother Teresa, this is about you existing in the truth of who you are without judgment, without labeling, without excluding any part of yourself. And that's the fun. That's the revealing. That's the allowing. That is who is attached to your sooner in your world. Right? This is you in your part of how you're here to be. And as you're in your part in your part, you allow life to be in its part, right? And so when I was reading this quote by Abraham Hicks, and I'll say it again, you've got to get over the facts that it hasn't happened yet in order to let it happen. Something that else, something else that came up for me in reading that is that, okay, 
you've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> that just felt extremely hard to do, right? It can feel extremely hard to do when you don't know where to go. Okay, so I've got to get over the fact it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Okay, so where do I go from here? <laughs> this was the energy that came up for me because it feels familiar. In moments where, you know, there's affirmations out there and there's quotes like this that can come up, but it's like, okay, but who do I be if I'm, if I've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet in order for it to happen? Okay. So where do I go from here? And I'm going to tell you, okay. I'm going to read it again. You've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet in order for it to happen. You are meant to be in a place where you're occupied. In a place where you are more fed in where you're going than where you're at. You've got to be more fed in where you're going. So what do I mean by that? You've got to be more fed in your who. You've got to be more fed in your permissions. You've got to be more fed in who you get to be over this agonizing feeling over what hasn't happened yet. Because there is a more fiery, alivening, alleviating, igniting space to exist than you agonizing over what hasn't landed yet. And I say yet because desires are inevitable. Every single one. You are here to be in your part. You are here to be in your space of sooner, which is your space of being occupied by who you get to be where there is nothing else there is no worry there is no doubt there is no inadequacy and even if those feelings pop up in your world you know who you belong to because the key here is knowing who you belong to knowing where to go knowing where to be so you're not in the way so you're not reinforcing this existence of inadequacy right and so you've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet <laughs> that just sounds so i'm like did Abraham really say that <laughs> you've got to get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet and for me in my existence I realized I get off on who I get to be. So in moments where I start to feel needy or really want something or like, where is it? Like that kind of a feeling, I realized inside myself, this, fe this doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel like the truth of me. Me whining and needing and wanting and looking around and questioning, that doesn't feel in integrity with who I'm here to be, which means it's not in integrity with my sooner. It's not in integrity with 
I receive regardless of circumstances and conditions. And then I snap myself back into, okay, we don't want to be in this needy, whiny, where is it energy? Because that's not, that's not in my favor. That's not in my integrity. That's not my self-acceptance. That's who I've been taught to be, right? And so from that place, it's so, it's easy for me to come back to who is my sooner? Who is my reaping regardless of circumstances and conditions who is my integrity because when you have been existing in contradiction of who you're here to be for so long you desire to meet who you actually are regardless of when the reap will land you desire to meet who this version of you is who is constantly reaping, constantly revealing, constantly out of the way. You want to meet who this version of you is because this version of you is so occupied elsewhere. That's why the reap is so consistent, right? And being occupied elsewhere is you being occupied in who you get to be being occupied in you holding commitments to yourself, you being occupied in responding and reacting and existing in a way that is true for you, which is the obsessions you have in your world available to you right here, right now, right? The obsession over how sound you actually are and realizing your soundness is connected to your sooner. Your soundness is connected to I reap regardless of conditions and circumstances, regardless of what's happened in my past. I'm with my truth now. Therefore, I'm existing in sooner. Therefore, I am meant to respond in this way. Therefore, I reap sooner. <laughs> it just feels so, uh, it feels so juicy. And from that place, gratitude gushes in. From that place, appreciation gushes in. Because the feeling isn't the prerequisite. The feeling is the byproduct. When you realize you don't have to feel a certain way in order to reap and receive, that in itself is so much permission that the gratitude happens because of that. <laughs> the appreciation happens because of that, right? And you can see, again, examples in people who have reaped things in their world, regardless of, you know, who you feel they should have been in that reveal or reap, right? They reaped it regardless <laughs> because they were true to themselves, man. <laughs> That's all they had to be and do, right? And it's just about existing deeply in that, right? Existing deeply in the truth of who you are being true to yourself and so I wanted to I wanted to provide context of this quote from Abraham because 
I feel like if I didn't, if I wasn't given this perspective of reveal the existence you belong to, which I was given it from the unseen, <laughs> because I haven't, it's, it feels so real to me, like, like the realest thing in the world, but I've never heard, heard life associated this way. And so that's how I know I meant to uh, honor it and allow it to come through me and stop questioning it and all the things. Because ever since then, my life just feels so much more answered. It feels so much more resourced. And I'm about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so this is meant for you too. If you're feeling like this feels resonating and it feels like a way of existing you're accepting then it's for you too and i am just a messenger i am just a channel for it to come through and i'm honoring it with with whatever it tells me to do <laughs> because i feel better what i do right so yeah i can just remember having only Abraham Hicks to resource and just feeling so hard on myself like so down on myself because the feeling felt like it was a prerequisite and I was going through my life trying to change it and then I felt um bad about it and then I felt my life was just it wasn't enough or I wasn't enough, or I wasn't trying hard enough, or so much of my world needed to change because I, it was so hard for me to hold this one feeling or this one, two, three feelings in my world. And then I was like spiraling into, okay, what's the point? Because I keep dropping this feeling and it just feels like it wasn't meant for me. You know what I mean? You know, you're familiar with that cycle, right? And so... What I am offering to relieve you with for you to be in the truth of who you are is that be true to yourself first. Be true to yourself. Breathe hand over heart. What's true for me? I've spoken on what truth feels like and sounds like in past podcasts. Um, I wish I knew... Well, it's sprinkled into all of them, really, because that's that's just what we're about over here, about being in your truth and revealing the existence you belong to. But um, truth is what your world responds to, what your world specifically responds to for you. And so... The truth of who you are doesn't acknowledge feelings, right? The truth of who you are, it almost feels militant. And it's always in a now expression. Like, what's an example of a truth? Hmm. I'm trying to think of what am I, but... <sighs> I'm sorry, Elise. I just yawned. Have I ever yawned on the podcast? 
Well, one of my truths is um, money is the easiest thing in my world, you know. So for me, if I were to um, be in a situation where money was feeling tight or something, I would come back to that's my truth, right? And so in comparison to the franticness that may come up, because maybe you know, my power was a little bit higher this month, you know. Oh my gosh. Ah. Yummy, so what's going on? Um, I would always come back to that truth because me and franticness feels like an insult to the truth of who I am, which is money is the easiest thing in my world. And that, feel, that feels really true for me. You don't have to use that. You have to tune into what's the truth for you around money, around whatever situation that feels uncomfortable, that births a feeling of disagreement in your body. There's a truth that you're meant to cling to and feel sound with, right? Because that feels really sound for me. Money is the easiest thing in my world. That feels very sound. It feels unobstructed. It feels uninterrupted it feels untainted it feels absent of need you know so that's the fun reveal the truths of who you are jump into finesse if you'd like a, a course to help you through that and jump into one-on-one -on -one coaching if you want to meet in your world so i'm doing it with you you know what i mean so much fun so 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 much fun i love one-on-one -on -one coaching is one of my favorite things to do because I just love to be in your world, you know? So, my yummies, that's what we have to talk about today, okay? So, the end of it all is the wrap-up of this Abraham Hicks quote is, know where you're going. Know where you're going. When... When this is the quote, okay, so I'm gonna say it again. You've gotta, why am I stagnating? <laughs> You've gotta get over the fact that it hasn't happened yet in order to let it happen. So know where you're going when you're no longer fixated on the physical and fixated on the when, where do you go? You go to your obsession of who you get to be. That's where you go and that's where you stay. Because that's the place where you are in a sustained feeling of more. You're in a sustained feeling of obsession. You're in a sustained feeling of being occupied. You're in a sustained feeling of, of sooner. You're in a sustained existence of being resourced effective immediately, right? And so that's where you go. When you have so much of your um, safety and security and your, you know, willingness to show up wrapped up in whether or not this desire will happen or not, when you have so much of who you are wrapped up in 
it happening or not, it can feel really hard to just forget about it. It can feel really hard to just get over it. And so what I'm offering to you is where you can go to know that where you're now at is in honor of you having, is in honor of your sooner, is in honor of you reaping regardless of conditions and circumstances. Because this is the existence you belong to. You don't belong to this feeling of where is it? You don't belong there. You belong to who I get who do I get to be? You belong to this obsession and this continuous unfolding of knowing who you get to be and falling deeper and deeper and deeper in obsession with that because that is true self-acceptance. Allowing yourself to be who you're here to be and not making yourself wrong or not good enough or inadequate or someone who needs to deserve or qualify to have because that more than anything insults the truth of who you are when you feel like you need to qualify for what is already innately for you you know so that is the podcast my yummies i love you so much this was a long one (laughs) and I hope this brings you some kind of relief because the other thing is limit your time on social media if some of these things are just not resonating anymore and celebrate when things aren't resonating anymore. Distance yourself from it. Unfollow. Journal about the acknowledgement or the the disagreement that's coming up that once you felt good with but now you feel like um this doesn't belong to me in the world where i'm going or where i'm now living right this doesn't belong to me and celebrate that because that that just allows you to again reveal the existence you belong to and reveal who you belong to and that's so exciting man i'm excited for you and again if you want a partner in crime DM me for one-on-one coaching, and yeah, I'm going to go before I yawn again. (laughs) I think it's me being in my bed. I'm going to wet my whistle, aka drink some of my water, journal, watch an episode of Law & Order, and I'm going to pass out, okay? I love you. You know where to find me. Bye.